Elder, Elder, Elder Geek. Join the Elder Geek T3 2010 team in their glorious adventure across the newly colonized halls of the LA Convention Center. Discover new additions to the video game phenomenon and the mysterious magic that powers them. Nowhere in the world will you get as extensively awesome coverage as on eldergeek.com, which you can find on the interwebs. and welcome to the special issue of Elder Speak, the official podcast of Elder-Geek.com. It is E3 time, or close to E3 time, and we got most of our E3 staff here. I, of course, am Gavin Green, the news editor for the site and team leader again this year. And with me, and coming to E3 with me, is Chris Font. Hello. Uh, Cheyenne Decker, a.k.a. Games Dramas. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Stella, our awesome party and PR chick that will be um, just ruining everyone else at the show for us, who's awesome. Hey there, guys. And of course, the generally always awesome Mats Polska. Which isn't coming to E3. So, uh, that, yes, so, so that kind of sucks. Sadly, <laughs> yeah, he, he's not coming to E3, but his feedback is always important and his ideas are always respected oh. by, by the industry as a whole. That's why he's here. I'll be there in spirit. So, <laughs> Absolutely, as with everything I do, mods, regardless of it being for the site. <laughs> oh, always dude, there. that can be so wrong. That could be, and it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, to avoid general awkwardness, let's leap right into the show here. Uh, I'll open it up to just general thoughts about your show, about the show in general, um, just what you expect to see, and um, just what you hope will be there. So, uh, Chris, why don't we start with you? What, what do you think is going to happen? Well, obviously, tons of announcements. Um, I, I'm expecting like a, a few big engines to be released. Uh, maybe some surprises. You know, just in general, I'm not really expecting anything other than uh, what's really been uh, predicted thus far. Really, I just. No, I mean, I, yeah, there seems to be a lot of uh, stuff already out there in the open. Yeah, I mean, every day you're just hearing about new stuff, this and that, like. We'll talk about other stuff later, obviously, but I'm not expecting it to be much bigger than last year, maybe a little bit, but, um, yeah, it's just I, I, like a typical E3, from what it sounds. All right. Uh, Stella, what about you? Uh, going to be an adventure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm very interested to see. This is going to be my first E3, so I, I don't know. should be good. Rock on. Uh, Cheyenne, any thoughts? Yeah, this is uh, my first E3 as well, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I think it'll be a big battle between all the motion controllers, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what happens with that, um, especially uh, the third-party development, see uh, you know who's making games for it. So it should be exciting. All right, Mons, what about you? Round us out here. What are, you, uh, what are your expectations for the show? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think maybe that we're, we're going to get half of, uh, of the flash and glamour uh, that we had last year, uh, because that was missing, of course, the year before that again. Um, and mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, uh, as, as, as Chris mentioned, I think we're going to get a lot of new engines, maybe the uh, new Unreal Engine. Uh, 
I think um, I think you know uh, we're gonna get a bigger presence. I think because we saw this a little bit last year as well that we got a lot of these smaller sort of engine developers. Um, uh, you know, sort of basically advertising their their you know proprietary stuff on, on the floor, and I think maybe that's going to have a bigger presence this year. Presence this year, but um, uh, yeah, that's that's mm. that's about it. I think. Yeah, well, at least we're all ex- uh, we're all expecting a, uh, expecting a good show this year. I mean, it's back to its roots, as it were. I mean, it's not twenty six thousand people only there anymore. So. Again, we're going to all be there, and it's going to be pretty sweet at the very, very least, which is always something to look forward to. But what the show often uh, revolves around in terms of press and just in general are what we term the big three. That is the biggest three console makers, the only three console makers, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft. Each has their press conference, which in turn just set the tone for the entire show. So let's go around the table here. What do you expect? Uh, Let's start it off with Nintendo. Their, uh, their show is on Tuesday, um, excuse me, Wednesday, the first day of the show at 9 a.m., I believe, which is very, very early in the morning. But, Sela, let's start with you. What are you, uh, what are you expecting from Nintendo? I think there's going to be some really uh, interesting stuff going with Vitality Sensor, though I haven't decided if it's going to be successful or not. I really want to see what they're trying to do with it and where they want to take it. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised to see a new Zelda and a little bit more information on... Uh, Metroid, the new Metroid that they're working on right now. So okay, rock on. Um, oh, and the 3DS, of course. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, of naturally, course the 3DS. big, huge <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the three-dimensional portable gate uh, elephant in the yeah. room. Cheyenne, what about you? What's your Nintendo thoughts? Your expectations? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the 3D uh, Nintendo S is uh, going to be interesting. I think that'll be probably their big focus, um, as well as uh, a Zelda announcement. And as usual, all of their uh, motion uh, peripherals, the vitality sensor will be uh, will be interesting to see uh, what happens with that as well. Go rock on, uh, Chris. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, all cool, Shane. <laughs> sorry, I can't. Yep, yeah, off. no, we're good. Sorry. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm actually also, sitting in LA right now, and we're having a little uh, earthquake tremors. So nice. I'm a little tweaked out, like waiting, like uh oh, something big in the happen. <laughs> Hopefully, it's because of E3. Yeah, absolutely. If you fall to the center of the earth, do do well and shut off your microphone microphone so we don't get the lava foe into the show. It, it's very noisy, but uh, I, I don't know that could add a nice little element to the to the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, literally, element. Get it? Report Minerals. from North Air. <laughs> Geek humor. Okay, Chris. Uh, Nintendo, go. Yeah, yeah, DS as well. But I think the I think Zelda. Um, to be a lot more than just Zelda itself. Uh, it needs to evolve. Like, it's the same thing pretty much every time, but they try to add something new. I think the big addition with the Zelda for Wii is going to be Wii Motion Plus Sword Play, where oh. your actual movements control how the sword moves. So I think combat you know, will evolve from that. Kind of like the Red Steel games, except for Zelda. Um, I also think maybe a Star Fox game. They haven't oh, really touched yes. the series in a while. I think they're going to bring it back. They got to surprise uh, a, us somehow. So a classic Star Fox game, not like the uh, the adventure series that they were doing, more like the more no, recent yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Fox yes. 64. Yeah, like Star yeah. Fox 64, not an adventure. No. Oh, you're speaking my language, man. No, no Star Fox <laughs> adventures, but definitely maybe on the DS. That'd be pretty cool. Stylus yep. controls. I thought maybe. they just yes. did one on the DS recently. Did I it? don't. Uh, if it was, it was crappy. 
<laughs> it didn't make a lot of headway. So true, like they, they put Super Mario Four years 64 ago. <laughs> DS. Yeah. So they can put Star yeah. Fox or DS. It's possible. They they did one like four years ago, I guess. Is the one I'm thinking uh, of. That was actually relatively kind of classic, but not quite. Okay. So, Welcome, okay. Uh, Nintendo. Uh, well, yeah, I think uh, they uh, they are definitely going to show the new 3DS. I think uh, you know we are re- we're hearing rumors about it being uh, this huge HD or, or at least almost HD portable device that is just going to blow the competition out of the water, both in terms of Apple and Sony. Uh, so I think that's going to have a huge presence. I, th- I think uh, they're going to have to show some more of that vitality sensor stuff and some actual uses for it. Uh, because last time we didn't really, we just got the concept of it. We didn't really get anything, um, anything big, uh, any big game to sell it. Uh, and Nintendo also always has this big, huge game that they believe is going to sell their peripheral. So um, maybe a new horror game, maybe a new Eternal Darkness. Uh, that would be quite awesome, since uh, Silicon Knights hasn't really announced, announced anything specific uh, as of late. Uh, and I think uh, a new franchise from Nintendo. Uh, it's it's about time. I think. <laughs> I think. I, In a while. I think maybe they're they're starting to uh, to feel the pressure on that one, and they've you know we we certainly asked them to come up with something new now for ten years, but you know at this point uh, it's uh, Pikmin was nice, but they're gonna have to go a different direction, and I think maybe this is the year to do it. So. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna dip back uh, for for that new franchise. I think they're gonna dip back, and I think they're finally gonna give us Kid Icarus if if they want to go the uh, new the new or newer franchise route. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping, indeed. Especially if you can get a first person zoom in on the bow and arrow, that'd be pretty kick ass. But um, let's move on here. Let's go on to Microsoft. Now, Microsoft is split into two aspects this year. Um, before everything, on the 12th, they have a Project Natal event, which unfortunately, I said I'd be able to go, but it's closed off like a retired hooker. I mean, no one could get in there. It's invitation only. It's like trying to get a black American Express card at this point. It's nearly impossible. But you have Natal's coming out party, which we expect release date and price point. And you also have the general Microsoft briefing, where we're probably going to see everything uh, final Halo Reach um, aspect, Fable 3, and maybe a little bit more on Natal, but um, otherwise, um, everything pretty much is up in the air for uh, for them. Uh, Chris, let's start with you. What do you think about Microsoft? I think Natal is going to be the big thing for them. Uh, Halo, we've seen Halo before, and so yeah, not really that juiced for that. Uh, Fable 3 I'm actually interested in because uh, Peter Molyneux said it was going to make use of Natal. So I'm really curious to see how. Hopefully it's not just dancing you know, in front of your television and then dancing in the game or something silly like that. Hopefully it's uh, an important part of the gameplay. So that, that's the big thing I'm interested for. It would be Fable 3 and how they're going to showcase it at all. Okay. Um, Cheyenne, what about you? What do you hope and expect from Microsoft this year? Uh, well, yeah, I'm really looking forward <laughs> to seeing uh, Natal. Uh I think Microsoft learned that uh, you know games sell consoles, so they'll probably have a couple uh, big third-party announcements uh, for game development for Natal that will uh, will hopefully be good. So I'm uh, hoping for that. Am I actually saying it wrong? Is it Natal or Natal? It's uh, um, Natal. I, it's last a- I heard, as in the Brazilian city. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, we're not even sure if that's the final name, so it could go either way, Mops. But uh, what do you think about Microsoft this year, Mops? Uh, I think uh, I think uh, they're going to sh- 
wow us. I think they have to. I think for Natal to be, or yeah, okay, Natal to be an, a success, they need a bunch of games. And I think you know the pre and E3 Natal event. I think that's where you know most of the action is going to be. So you know, expect to see. Ten big games, at least, uh, from them, uh, featuring the Tall Control. Uh, expect to see um, a bunch of, of uh, smaller uh, casual games, perhaps some bundle up into a huge sports package like uh, like Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. And uh, and you know, as always, just um, you know, the official name, the official price, the official release date. Uh, we have some rumors, but I'd like that confirmed or denied. Preferably denied, given the price that's rumored. Uh, so, <laughs> so I think you know they have a lot to prove, and I think they're going to do everything in their power to prove it. Uh, uh, you know, um, besides that, besides Natal, I think we're going to see a lot of more, a lot more from uh, from Gears of War um, Three. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more from Fable uh, Three, and perhaps something new, something we haven't heard about uh, for for 2011. Uh, other than that, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I think I think they're pretty full booked uh, at this point. They they basically had to have a separate event event to get room for everything. So I think they're gonna have a lot of stuff. Absolutely, very uh, very much so. Um, Stella, what about? Let's run out with you. I know you're a huge Gears of War fan. From what I, um, I don't know. <laughs> I was maybe that was a joke. I'm not sure exactly what that became of. It was originally intended uh. to be a joke, but. Microsoft, I definitely have Gears and haven't played it yet, so oh. <laughs> one of these days. No, um, I expect to see a lot of cool things from Microsoft. Um, of course, Natal, and everyone's talked a lot about Natal already. I've actually gotten a chance to play with it before, so I know kind of what to expect there. What I'm more interested in seeing is uh, I want to see how they do the whole... They, they announced recently the interplay between Zune and PC and the Xbox, and I'm really kind of curious to see how they want to do that with the games, and I want to see... I want to see it in action, and, and I want to see the potential that Windows Mobile 7 has. Uh, as odd as that sounds, I think it can compete with the iPhone if they pull it off right, and the whole the whole app store. You make a good point wow. that, uh, I just want to mention that, it seems to me like Microsoft is really trying to um, to focus on this on this entertainment experience for Natal. So it's not just for games, it's for movies, it's for for basic browsing uh, of, the, of the consoles, and perhaps uh, in the future uh, a web browser. So it seems like Natal is this ultimate sort of um, minority report interface for them. It'd I'm sure they'll have plenty of booth days demoing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always awesome. Okay, guys. Um, last of the big three, of course, is Sony. Oh, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, uh, we forgot to mention, I, th- I do think Rare is going to have a huge game for Oh, us. yeah. They just rebranded, and I think they haven't really released anything in a while. I, I think a big game out of Rare that they've been working on, maybe a Perfect Dark or a Jet Force Gemini reboot or a, well, a real band. They, they have been working on a lot on the tall development, haven't they? We, we know that. We know yeah. that they make yeah. a lot of the... Uh, uh, Basic uh, software behind Intel and 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 basic mini games and stuff like that. Yeah, they do do, do advertising. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> rock on. So maybe maybe Rare will have that. I don't know. I didn't. I am. Um, that was completely overhead about Rare. I haven't really been 
paying too much attention about them, but awesome. Um, rounding out the big three here is, of course, Sony. They have a lot of games that are possible and a lot of games on the block right now. We know Infamous 2. We know they have Move. We know we're probably expecting um, everything from their uh, usual franchises, but um, they probably have the most to gain and the most to lose from their from their press conference, so it could be a real good point for them to turn a lot around, especially with the PSP. So, uh, Sela, let's start with you. What do you expect and want from Sony this year? Uh, I would love to see a lot of cool things. Uh, I just picked up a PSP recently, and I'm really excited with a lot of the stuff that I can do on there. If they had Netflix on the PSP, if they announced that, they that would be a, a huge seller for them, I think. You know, sit down on my bed, lie down, watch a movie on my PSP, you know, that I'm streaming from Netflix, that's fantastic. Or, you know, Hulu. <clears throat> but uh, in terms of the console itself, they've got some cool things coming out. They've got, you know, the Team Ico game, uh, which I'm blanking on the name, Last, Guard- uh, the Last Guardian. Something. The Last Guardian. Yeah. yeah? Thank you. Yeah, I- I'm blanking on that. Um, they- they've got a lot of cool things. I think they're going to show off. I remember last year they showed off <coughs> Final Fantasy XIV. I know yeah. we're going to see that at the show itself uh, somewhere. I don't know what their big surprise is going to be. I think maybe they'll have a new uh, IP to show us as well. Like, hopefully Nintendo will. But I think I think Sony's uh, third party as well, and I, I want to see more about Move in particular. I think Move has a lot of potential along with Natal. Solves a couple of the issues that Natal doesn't really. They 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 do some different things, and there's a lot that you can do with it. So I want to see what they do with it now. Good all around. Um, Cheyenne, what about you? What are your Sony thoughts this year? <clears throat> yeah, uh, like I was saying before, it's going to be all about the motion controllers. So they're obviously going to go head to head with Microsoft probably be a bunch of game uh, announcements. Uh, definitely looking forward to checking out Killzone uh, 3 and what they're doing with the whole 3D aspect of that. That's, uh, that's going to be an interesting twist for gaming when everything starts going 3D. Uh, also hoping that there will be uh, perhaps an Uncharted 3 announcement. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that's my thoughts. Uncharted 3 is always a good thing. They really have sort of built it up to be this sort of uh, individual ad- adventures with the same man- main character kind of franchise, much like Indiana Jones. Yeah. So I, yep. I, I think they could go for a lot of years with that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Chris, Chris, what do you think, man? Sony? Move, yeah. Um, I'm curious about the PSP and... This might seem a little crazy, but I want, I'm wondering if they're going to make a, like a PSP2 or some crazy announcement like that to uh, take away from the Nintendo DS, uh, 3DS uh, announcement. But we haven't really heard any rumbling about it, so I don't know. Um, other than that, just looking forward to the, the first person, t- or sorry, the first party titles and yep, pretty much. Maybe, uh, maybe yep. PSP2 is the one rumor Sony can actually contain. <laughs> maybe. I thought I, 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 thought don't I know. heard. Incorrect rumors like a year or two ago before the, the 3000. Oh no, it was before the Go, is when I remember hearing PSP2 rumors. Yeah. So I don't know. The Go's been out, hasn't been out long enough, I don't think, for them to really try something new, but then it hasn't, it hasn't done, done well either, yeah. so I don't yeah. know. I mean, considering that it's, that it's you know, uh, that it's all, often sells worse than PS2, you know, uh, you might want, you might consider, the, or, or consider the chance that, that Sony might just sort of uh, toss that under the rug and ignore it. So, Well, they're, they're <laughs> different it, target demographics, yeah. though, too. To be fair, the PS2 versus the, the PSP Go. Well, I mean, but still, it should have sold more than the PSP2. No, or and, <laughs> than the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> sort of uh, confusing. PSP2, backwards compatible with uh, 
all your downloadable games and some, but not all of your UMDs, except not the movies, because we don't care about those. And, and, and as we release new versions, you're going to lose more and more of your backwards compatibility as time goes by. Yay! No, to um, be fair, it, it, no, well, I mean, it shows um, that, what Chris said, we have, sorry, to be fair, it shows that people really don't care that much about backwards compatibility. They might say they do, but given how many people bought the PS3 after it lost backwards compatibility, I'm not so sure that it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Go ahead. That's always true, but um, if the, if the PSP2 is to be released, I think it's going to be not so much the PSP2 games only. It's going to be the PSP phone. That's the only way they're going to be able to release a SKU without putting uh, without acknowledging that they're putting the PSP Go tail between the legs. But I don't. I if they want to survive with the PSP, they're going to have to eventually. And I think I think this is a good enough time here. Uh, again, we've had rumors since the PSP 2000 came out. So maybe this year, maybe? Mm. If, if Sony has a little bit of class. Uh, Mots, I know you have a lot of thoughts on Sony, so why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, dish. Well, um, I'll get to the motion stuff later because everyone knows that I'm big on the motion stuff because of all my feature articles on it. Um, about PSP, uh, they, they lately, uh, a few months ago, they sort of announced that they would reopen uh, partnerships, basically, with, with Sony uh, Ericsson. Uh, and Sony Ericsson has for a long time wanted to do a PSP phone, but uh, Sony Computer Entertainment wouldn't let them because of uh, brand protection and stuff like that. So now that they have that gate open again, I think maybe we'll see something. I'm not sure we'll see it this year. Sorry, this E3 because I think they'll focus as much as possible on motion gaming and 3D. But um, I do think that uh, perhaps you know um, GDC 2011 or something like that, we'll see some sort of PSP2. Uh, but for E3, I think 3D gaming and motion gaming is going to be the big thing. Um, I expect, you know, Killzone 3 is going to be there, uh, Infamous 2 is going to be there, and maybe a next Uncharted, maybe, and uh, Motorstorm 3 is going to be there, we just got that leaked, um, uh, which is going to take place in a city environment, it looks like. Um, a lot of big, cool games, cool games are going to be there, and I'm get betting that all of them are going to be using 3D technology, and most of them are going to have some sort of uh, uh, motion gaming feature with uh, with uh, with Move. Um, I think we're going to see some uh, motion stuff with Little Big Planet too. Oh, definitely. Uh, they already announced that the the. Uh, oh, I must have missed that. Jeez. Uh, that they'll have some sort of you know because they they already patched uh, or they will already patch uh, Little Big Planet one to have some sort of special material uh, that uses motion uh, motion gaming or uses to move I guess mm-hmm. um, and so um, and so we'll definitely see something I think for the, for the second one I, I think it would be pretty pretty stupid to do a little big planet 2 without having some sort of move integration especially when you consider how well that would work uh, so you know they even showed the the at the tech demo on in e3 2009 they showed the little mini you know, a world creation kit uh, where they messed with geometry and stuff like that. So, so you know, as long as I can uh, swing my arm with the move and smack someone else like I normally do in game. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm surprised, Moss. Uh, after all your fandom, not a peep about Gran Turismo Five. See, not interested see, at all. See, here's the thing. This game has been out <laughs> now in a beta state for three, four fucking years. 
Uh, it's been announced for like six years, and it's been announced for that year for six years. So at this point, I don't even want to talk about it because I'm afraid I'm going to jinx it. <laughs> so I just want to stay away from that, and maybe if we stop paying attention to it, they'll actually release it in desperation. So <laughs> I just give me that game and <laughs> and uh, and give me it in 3D, and uh, I'll be happy. Just and now. <laughs> Okay, well, hopefully, Mons, your um, your caution is warranted. But let's open up to the rest of the show, and that, of course, means any game that you will ever want to play within the next couple of years is going to be at this place, and it's going to be there hard. So that um, expected big shows, of course, are Rock Band Three, is Call of Duty Black Ops, but literally everything in between that you would want is there at the show. So uh, just generally, what what. What's the first boost you guys are going to go to, excluding the big three? Chris, what, where are you heading first First time? Wherever the heck EA is, so I can look at something that Bioware is doing. Um, what's, what's Bioware doing, Chris? Well, I, I hear they're working on this big MMO called The Old Republic. It's supposed to be really good. Um, ah. There's this rumors about Dragon Age 2, and there's this game called Mass Effect that I guess the, the third game is going to come out. Uh, not too oh, long. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking, you know, that might be there, maybe a little bit about it. So that might be interesting, you know, potentially. <laughs> oh, interesting, yeah. Uh, Chris, I started with you because you had an interesting theory with another developer, and that little, oh, a, oh, little oh, a little thing with oh. um, a, what's their name? Um, Spigot? No, um, Foss, No, Valve. Valve, oh, that was it. Oh, um, you had yes. an interesting theory about this developer. What? Share with us. Share with the class. What do you think is going to happen with Valve? See. And th- this is before Valve said they had a surprise. So uh. this is only furthering my anticipation for this surprise. And I think the surprise is going to be Half-Life 2 Episode 3. Now, you oh, may think... Beach oh, brother, oh, beach brother, yeah. please. It might be, you know, like Episode 3, okay, on the source. No, I don't... I think it's going to be on a brand new engine. Spanking new engine. And that's going to open the door... For so many games, uh, modding it's me crazy. That's what I think. I'm gonna agree with you on the new engine, but I think if we see a new engine, it'll be Half-Life Three instead of instead of Episode I, Three. I think they'll just say, "Oh, it got big." Oops. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, th- I think they want to finish this story. I think they want to finish the story, and they'll call it you know, Half-Life Two Episode Three, and then they'll go to Half-Life Three. Don't you think? But I mean, that that could work. Too. Don't you think they'll just ignore that though? the naming convention of it and just finish the story but still calling it 3? They very well could. I think very so. well could. Because that would make more sense in terms of marketability well, and sales. I mean, there could, they could very well have like uh, a screen pop-up where it goes Half-Life you know, 2, Episode 3, and then the 2 falls off and the episode disappears <laughs> Half-Life. What about Portal nice. 2? That could be fun. Absolutely. I think Portal 2 is going to be amazing, especially yeah. with the co-op. I'm... I am very curious how the the puzzle mechanics will work with two people. Yeah, I think yeah. Chris and I have a date at the Valve booth for that point specifically. But, if we can get in the appointment I have scheduled, but uh, Kevin, going through all the time. But yeah, Kevin, what, what's up? Uh, I think you mentioned earlier that Valve already announced that it wouldn't be uh, episode three. The big surprise wouldn't be episode three. No, 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 sir. I did not reveal that. Um, they have revealed nothing about said surprise. I believe um, they just said that they're well, they just they're just. Go ahead, Sal. Uh, that, that, I was going to say the the big thing that was floating around the internet, the the Freeman and the the Lambda and everything was just. He, I believe they just said it was fake, not that there wouldn't uh, have a. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. 
No, um, but uh, Mox, go ahead. I mean, you got a lot of games you're looking forward to, and I be- I think you already you have a plan for the show, even though you're not going to be there. So, what what's your most in- uh, what are you expecting from the show? What do you want to see well, on the main show if, floor? If I was on the show floor and I had to go somewhere, uh, the first place I would go would be wherever I could try and at all. Uh, just be- and, and you know I am so excited about a bunch of games, but I just want to see if that really works. Uh, because I'm more skeptical about that and at the same time excited about it than I am with Move. Um, but in terms of games, I would probably head straight for Konami. Uh, Konami is probably my favorite developer because they make my two favorite games, which is Metal Gear and Silent Hill. So I would go look for Metal Gear Rising and I will go look for whatever Silent Hill game is next up in line. Uh, yeah, didn't we have a uh, reveal on Konami Gamer Day or whatever the event is called? Um, yeah, it, uh, with a protagonist it, that looks like James. Yeah, it's, for the it's supposed to be uh, another remake, uh, and uh, and this this time, you know, the, the first time they remade uh, something, they made Shattered something something, right? Uh, Sh- uh, shattered memories. Yeah, Shattered memories, right, yeah. right? And that was a remake of of the first game. Only it was very weird because they removed the combat and they changed a lot of stuff, but it was still in essence the same game. Uh, and this time it looks like they're going to do the same thing with, with Silent Hill 2. And Silent Hill 2 is perhaps the best Silent Hill game ever made, not to mention the best horror game ever made. So I'm excited, um, but at the same time skeptical. So Konami is definitely going to be the first time I would, uh, first place I would go if I were at E3. Um, but, um, but since I'm not, um, I'm excited to see the big press conferences because that's the, the, that's probably the stuff I'll actually get to see for myself the whole thing uh, by streaming online. So uh, I want to see you know Microsoft, uh, the Nintendo event, Nintendo and Sony do their big stuff. So yeah. But you mentioned Metal Gear Rising. You didn't really go into that, and for a fan of the franchise, that's that's, that's a, blasphemy. So what do you think? What do you? There's a good there's a good reason I didn't go into that. It's because we've seen one thing, and that is a strange teaser screen. We haven't. We don't know anything. We know it stars Raiden, and that's about it. Uh, we don't know anything about, you know, the story, uh, the timeline, um, if he is uh, really, you know, uh, as mechanized as he seems, uh, and and you know, even more so than at the end of, of four. So, yeah, I mean, it's all up in the air at this point. I have no idea what they're going to do with that, and especially since uh, Kojima isn't really directing this one. He is letting his uh, his younger generation, um, uh, or basically the younger generations of the uh, Kojima Productions team, take this one on and and make perhaps a little more actiony game. Uh, so it's going to be strange. It is blasphemy to say that you know I'm looking forward to an action Metal Gear game because Metal Gear is all about stealth. But then again. You know, four really wasn't. You know, they didn't force you as much into the stealth aspect of the, of the game in, in Metal Gear Four as they did with the previous game. So I definitely see them moving in that direction, and it wasn't that bad. So, so yeah, I'm all for it. Rock on, uh, Sella. What about you? You're at the gates to the Los Angeles Convention Center. The doors open, and the heavenly the heavenly light appears. Where are you going Ooh. first? Rock On is, is perfectly apt because there's two places that I really, really want to go, and that's first off to uh, pop over to see if there's anything with Rock Band 3, which I expect some cool things from, and a shout-out to all my friends at Harmonix. And then uh, their little Boston buddies, 745 Studios, are showing Power Gig. Um, we, I've seen the controller at PAX East and at GDC, but I actually want to see the game itself, too. Power Gig, for those who don't know, is the uh, upcoming guitar game where you play a real guitar 
that's a controller. It's, you know, nice wooden guitar, six strings. You plug it into your, you hook it up to your Xbox, and you're playing the game, it's teaching you, you know, whatever, and then you plug it into an amplifier, and you're rocking out, which is so badass. So, I'm a guitarist myself, I think that's awesome, and I really want to see how, uh, how Power Gig works, and internally, not just the uh, controller itself. So that's, that's my, my number, like, the, them and I want to stop by Harmonix as well, if they're there, you know, check out Rock Band 3. I'm super excited to see. I have no idea what to expect, but I think, what about, oh, God. What about the uh, purported keyboard slash keytar attachment, Zella? What, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> All I can say is I would love to play the final countdown that way. Um, yes. Oh, I, I yeah. Mean, and, and, you know, we can see so many other cool things, too. Maybe we'll get some piano ballads. Maybe we'll get some awesome stuff. I think I would not be surprised to see keyboard stuff there. Uh, so and, I, I mean, they just saw it in Green Day, so who knows? I want to ask you, because we talked a bit about the keyboard stuff on the news episode of, of this week, and uh, I want to ask, what do you think, how do you think that's going to work? Because would it be all the notes, uh, and how would they fit that on screen and with the color coding? Or do you think maybe they'll do some sort of simplified version, and at that point, isn't it just like the guitar? If, if I was building something like that, I'd do it kind of like uh, Beatmania 2DX did with, uh, I think it was nine keys, I think there were 11 keys, there's a couple different versions, um, I think it was five and, five and nine, five and 11, and where, where essentially I, I would see an octave, maybe two octaves of keys, mostly playing with one hand, because that's how a lot of the time you rock out in, uh, in the real mm. world. Hopefully a keytar kind of peripheral. Mm. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different ways they could take it. If if we see something like that, that'd be fantastic. And God, I don't, I don't, I don't even. There's a lot of a lot of things you could do with it. Well, I yeah, I think it makes the most sense because uh, uh, the peripheral would need to be some sort of device where you, you know, push buttons. And the one instrument uh, where you actually push buttons uh, for real is the keyboard. Basically, mm-hmm. and so you know, with the guitar, they they you know supplement strings for, for buttons, but this time it actually makes makes sense. So, it, it's it it does make a lot of sense. I'm just worried that you know how would they design it? Uh, if it if you have to play it, you know, on Rockman, how would they fit it on the screen with the drums, with the vocals, with the bass, with the guitar? So how would it you know fit in? Well, maybe they'll just do it by octaves, and they'll just have like different color codes, and you'll know when to jump on the guitar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. It, it'll. I. I'm trying to imagine what they'd have to do with user interface. I just. They'd have to do a lot of changes. I think mm. there might be some space between the uh, the highways and the, uh, the the top bar for your your singing. Maybe or or maybe I don't. God, I don't even know. The way the way I've seen it done before is columns where they slide it yeah. down. But you need, you need more space there than you have. Yeah, exactly. And and at some point you you're gonna have to ask you know then what's the point of the whole background animation and all that stuff if everything is gonna be obscured by all these uh, all these instrument uh, fret uh, highways. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're all yes, speechless by your by the audacity of your wisdom. Ah, oh, exactly. Much. Okay, Shine. What about you? What's your um? What is your yeah. uh, general uh, thoughts? Yeah, the motion controllers. I'm really looking forward to, but I'm sure that uh, half the attendees are going to be heading there as well. So, uh, besides that, I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to go on with on live, and uh, and how that network's going to work, because that could uh, really change a lot of things. Um, 
Besides that, uh, looking forward to Dusex Human Revolution. Yeah. That, uh, that newest trailer was badass. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they'll show a bunch of gameplay, get a good idea of, uh, of what that's going to be about. Uh, about OnLive, I, I wonder, what is actually the average uh, connection rate in, in the States? Because I hear it's pretty bad. You know, I'm not. I, I'm not entirely sure exactly. I know they're gonna, you know, beef it up over time. Yeah. Because uh, it's weird. Because I've seen a lot about online, and I think it's uh, genuinely. I think it's the future of gaming. Uh, but, um, but I think it's weird that they chose to launch it first in the states. Because with, when you compare it to uh, to maybe Japan and and uh, Scandinavia, I mean, we have, you know, hugely uh, uh, superior uh, connection uh, connection speeds than you guys do, and it's it's so strange that they chose to do it there, where they run into all these problems. So I I, I think I am, part of I am really happy model. they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know what to expect. I mean, the pricing model last time I heard was I, I don't know maybe this is something that you guys are more more acceptable for over in Europe, but uh, it's I last I heard a subscription model where you pay X dollars a month, like fifteen a month, ten a month, something like that. And then you have to either rent each individual game or purchase it to have it permanently in your account. So you've got you're paying and then you're paying again. And that's I don't know. My impression is that's something that would go over a little easier over here, which is why that might be where they started. They're also out of California, so. Mm. Yeah, I think I think yes. you have a good point. I mean, um, there's a reason Netflix haven't really expanded to to Europe that much yet. It's, it's because. Uh, generally, people don't like to subscribe to stuff here, uh, with the exception of WoW. <laughs> and um, but, I, but I think it's weird. I, I think still, you know, it's um, it's strange that the, we don't really have any, any equivalent of that, and it's, and it's it's particularly strange that they chose to do this, even though they are from California, that they chose to do this in the most challenging of environments, with the exception of the third world. So I I have to disagree with that. Uh, I think most games are going to move towards the pay-to-play kind of aspect, and when you're not purchasing a console. You know, you can take that money and invest that towards a monthly membership. But what's cool is that, you know, every so many months, they're going to upgrade these systems to be top-notch. Mm. So all the new computer games are going to be, you know, you can play them at, you know, top graphics. And I think it will make a lot of developers want to make games again for the PC. Yep. You know, or just make kind of like this universal console where it doesn't really matter. Well, and I, I uh, guess they really start pushing the limits of graphics more and more. I guess it wouldn't even be a PC. It would just be the on-live box and a TV. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, that's you'll what just they're going buy for. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so I think maybe in the long run it'll be better for consumers because you're also cutting out, you know, publishers in a way. So it can kind of go from the developers straight to the consumers. And you can kind of test games out and the pay-to-play thing. I mean, it could get expensive, and I'm sure people will run up huge bills. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's what they're hoping for. And, and see, I disagree. You know. I think you're going to see more uh, free-to-play, and then, you know, you can get premium stuff if you pay money. I think you're going to see a lot more of that coming along. We're no, starting yeah, to right. see that come over to the States. That's been really, really popular over in uh, Korea and Asia, hmm. you know, Southeast Asia, Eastern Asia for a while. I, I I think we're going to see a lot more of that over here. I know Nexon was trying to bring over a lot of that kind of stuff at one point. We've seen, you know, Free Realms. We've seen a bunch of other things. And and it's – oh, Farmville. Farmville is the, the ultimate example, I guess. I think uh, – it, it does well. <laughs> I think in Asia there's a lot of stories about uh, people playing Maple Story, 
and just and yeah. that's a free game, but you have to pay for I guess gear and stuff like that. So they've mm-hmm. you know they've basically taken out a second mortgage on their house and stuff like that just to get stuff in the game. So uh, that kind of stuff can get to, uh, get popular to the extreme, and I wouldn't doubt for a minute that it's going to move on to the Western world. It's a piracy thing too. Over over there, you know, you're not going to go and buy a box a boxed game, mm. and that's just a given. So that's why everyone's gone free to play. A lot of people have gone free to play over there is because that's the market. You know, people don't have the the time or the money, or and there's a lot of things. And I I am not an expert on that culture, mm. uh, but you you see a lot of times where where that's that's what works versus you know a subscription model like WoW. Although WoW does well in China, or you know what have you. Mm. I think free to play is the way. If, if you see a lot of things on on online being instead of you know purchase, being you know a subscription or something, I think it'll be free to play and you buy cool things every once in a while. Yeah. I think that's. What I think more to the point of piracy as well. It's not just in Asia. Uh, a piracy, well, it, it right. is very accepted uh, to be a pirate. Uh, you know, basically, you know, the biggest pirate site in the world is from Sweden, and they have a mm-hmm. have its own political. It has its its own political party. So uh, it's pretty accepted. It's uh, it's almost like uh, I mean it's it's accepted enough that the cops even uh, even the cops do it. Uh, so um, that kind of stuff is going to be a real problem in the future. And I think I think uh, on live and and services like it is definitely going to be the ultimate answer to it, as opposed to DRM. Indeed. Yep. Once again, I think we find ourselves stunned and brought to the close of a conversation from you, Mots. Thank you yet again. <laughs> but uh, rounding out the um, the discussion of most anticipated here, I'll go. I got a few here. A lot for the DS, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing what Okami Den is doing, um, the uh, shorter, cuter, smaller version of Okami on the DS. Um, that seems interesting. I'm looking forward to Scribblenauts 2 to finally realize my dream of creating by myself a verbose Air humidifier because the uh, super, super the sequel gross. to the game the, uh, the the sequel allows you to add adjectives and adverbs to your uh, to your creation so that should be fascinating to see. Um, also curious to see exactly how they're going to integrate multiplayer into Assassin's Creed for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I'm 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 hesitant, but I'm I'm willing to go there and to see exactly what they're going to do. But other than that, I'm not exactly leaping at the opportunity. Um, to go see it, but uh, any other final uh, general ideas about the show or any other games like that before we move on? Um, Anybody? Uh, yeah, I'll throw one more. And how about Brink? I'm really looking forward to checking out Brink. I think the uh, Assassin's Creed meets Call of Duty kind of gameplay will be really interesting in multiplayer. Wait, it, and it, uh, is that, really fast. Is that the one that was made by a bunch of ex Navy SEALs? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Is that the one with uh, uh, basically unlimited destructibility? No. Uh, no, it's not all destructibility. Okay. Do, does anyone remember what that game was called, or for that matter, what game I'm talking about? I guess not. No. <laughs> Never mind. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Jan, uh, tell us what what's got you uh, interested about uh, Brink. Uh, just the movement in the game, I think, is uh, is really awesome. You're able to just kind of climb all over the place very quickly and move to and from cover very fast. Um, and, uh, you know, the gameplay is pretty interesting as well. You can kind of pick objectives as you go to help kind of like the overall objective that your team's kind trying to accomplish. 
So you can kind of spread out with your team and uh, pick different classes to overcome certain objectives as they come. So uh, it, it'll be pretty interesting, um, especially because the way you control it is you have like a smart button by pressing a, like the A button on the Xbox controller, for example, and the game will actually determine like what the smartest move is to do. Like so, you're, if you're running and there's like a laser gate, you know, instead of just running through it, if you hit the smart button, you'll like slide under it or like jump over it or do something like that, you know. So it'll be interesting to see if the AI for that is uh, is up to par. That I'm I'm looking at it now. It actually looks kind of cool. Uh, or actually, I say it it looks really cool. Yeah. It um it kind of reminds me of of um at least the style of it reminds me a bit of uh, Borderlands. Right, it kind of has that feel. Yeah. It's it's in the you know kind of a future um, post-apocalyptic kind of world. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it should be uh, it should be interesting. And uh, besides that, I'm also really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with Crisis too. I uh, I really like uh, the engines that Crytek built. They're really beautiful, and uh, I uh, I really hope that that game comes out well. So, do you have a PC strong enough to run it, or? Um, I I do now. <laughs> Before I uh, I barely did, so I kind of enjoyed it. But uh, it's always fun when you upgrade your computer to go back and play old games. Mm. It used to be that my my benchmark game was uh, Oblivion, and then it switched to uh, to Crisis when I upgraded my PC to uh, to Quad Core. So uh, just for that reason, I'm just ecstatic about uh, about this game. All right. What do you um, what do you say we round out here? Um, about ten minutes of round, worth of, worth of time rounding things up here. But let's go around the table and give us your one game. You get one game to play at E three. Your most anticipated, most hyped up game that you want to play. You specifically, Chris. Start us off. One game of the show. What are you What are you thinking? That that is pure evil to even ask for such a thing, but. I guess for me, it's it would be the Old Republic. Um, I like Star Wars, uh, old school Star Wars, or the Old Republic. Um, I like Bioware, so I, I really want to see what they're doing with this MMO. I mean, I've only been able to read, I haven't been able to play and see exactly, um, you know, get a firsthand feel of the game. So, yep, that'd be mine. Cool. Okay, Sella, one game of the show. What's it gonna be? Rock Band Three. Rock Band Three. Ultimately, I think with everything there, everything I want to see, Rock Band Three would be the one thing that I actually want to play. I think so. Rock on, um, Moss. Uh, uh, one game of the show. Uh, something I haven't heard of yet. Really? Oh. So you're just gonna leave it up to the open there? Throw it well, up. Well, okay. If I, if I have to choose, I'm gonna say Metal Gear Rising. Uh, if it's even there, uh, I, I, I'm just uh, nerd boner. Uh, so, <laughs> I I I I just love those games. I, I can't wait to see what the, what uh, what kind of new crazy shit they've come up with. And uh, as I've mentioned in an earlier podcast, I'm the kind of guy that thinks Metal Gear doesn't have enough cutscenes. So, <laughs> you know, I couldn't be a bigger fan of those games. And uh, and I just can't wait to see what what uh, what their next big thing is. Sounds good. Um, Cheyenne, one game of the show. You get one. Yeah, that's a hard choice. Um, you know, if there's any news or new announcement on it, uh, I'll have to pick Diablo 3. Oh, mm. nice. I was hoping someone okay. was going to say that. That's my second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I 
I think we avoided Blizzard intentionally. I think subconsciously we knew because that's that we usually attribute that to BlizzCon. That we, yeah. we separate Blizzard from right. the pack. Mm. So I'm going to allow you. Uh, am I not merciful? One time, redo. <laughs> Blizzard is Blizzard, Blizzard is spoken for. Blizzard has its own a party. redo, huh? Yeah, a redo. They're not going to be. At, the they're show. not going to be at E3 at all. I think. I don't. I don't think they are. No. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to okay. see what they do with the MMO, but I'll I'll have to go with uh, Crisis Two. Right, this too. Nice. Um, I I, I'm sad no one's mentioned it yet. I want to say Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but I don't <laughs> like the art style. I want to see how it plays. But if I have to choose one and one only, and I do, it's going to be Fallout New Vegas because I am a crack whore for that game. It is my crack. So uh, Obsidian has some some things to answer they, for from Alpha they Protocol. Do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but uh, hopefully, th- I mean... It's going to be difficult for them to mess this up, considering this is them going back home, and they already got the Fallout 3 stuff to work with. Yeah, but that engine, is, yeah all And that. I imagine Bethesda is looking over the shoulder, making sure, uh, you know, it's decent. Because if there's one developer I do trust above all else, it's Bethesda, so, yeah. Rock on. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, any final thoughts on the show? Speak it now or forever hold your peace. This is the last thing you're going to hear from us until we are actually at the show floor, probably giving you a reaction podcast or something of the sort. So, final message to the viewers, anybody? Anything? It's going to be awesome. Rock on. Anybody else? We we know uh, we have. It's going to be awesome. It, it's going to yeah, be super cool. Super awesome. Super Hold on, your little panties. No. <laughs> Can you guys? Can you guys? Uh, you know, go. You guys that are actually going to E3, uh, can you go over? You know, uh, what you plan to do? Do you plan to go to any post? Uh, you know, conference parties and stuff like that. Anything you can announce? Okay, well, this is why I called her this in the beginning. Um, Stella <laughs> is our um, our party organizer. She is the one with the the Twitter master and basically the best PR person ever in the history of the world. So, Stella, do you have any? Uh, you have any news? I mean, we're gonna crash every party, regardless of we're uh, regardless of oh, if we're invited totally or not. But crash um, what what are what are the major spots we're gonna hit? Fa- uh, just say we're invited to everything. We're gonna go to everything. What are the main things we're gonna go to? Oh, geez, for for the after events. Yeah, uh, I'm or sure just there anything. Will be a lot of surprises there, but uh, I'm sorry. Or just anything, basically. Yes, or just anything. <laughs> uh, I think it's the night before. Um, it has VG charts, has the Megas playing. I'm super excited. I'm a huge oh, yeah. fan of the Megas. I've seen them before, and they they are probably some of the most played in my car. Fantastic stuff. I'm totally jazzed for that. There's going to be some other fun stuff. I'm very interested to see uh, what some of the, the events that are announced there are, or, you know, the kind of little quiet things that don't really know about yet. So probably we'll have a little more information about that later. Still working some of that out. Nice, but it's nice and mysterious here. Um, cool, rock on. Um, <laughs> Should yeah, you my evil of... laugh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please, Stella. Go ahead. <laughs> evil laugh. Awesome. You, wow, very good evil laugh. <laughs> very well done. Um, but aside from parties, we will be rec- uh, we will be covering, as I mentioned in the uh, history article, the June 17th show of Video Games Live. And hopefully the backstage access that I'm getting will give us some interviews and all that stuff. Expect the full blowout, whatever I can get. And hopefully I'll be getting as much people as possible uh, with me as possible for that. But other than that, um, we're planning on doing at least one uh, reaction 
one reaction podcast from the show. Our ideal is to probably do something every day, just sort of a, a cumulative postmortem on each of each day's events, if possible. Again, this is a thousand things that happen a day, so this is this is a um, a perfect world here that we're presenting. But I think I think what we're all looking forward to, even possibly a little bit more than the show is going out and trying to find time for a meal at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, which is a famous historical restaurant in L.A., and it's Ancella has been building up its deliciousness for weeks now. So I think we're going to do at least one reporting here. And, of course, we already have tons of appointments planned for interviews and uh, tons of new content coming that you're not going to get anywhere else. So Elder Geek has a major stuff planned for E3 this year, and it's all for you, all for the listeners, and all for people like Mops who want to go, who who deserve to go, but just can't. So look forward to it, guys. And now, I think now, Gavin, can we can we do an article about Roscoe's for people like Mops who just can't make it there and doesn't? I think we have and to. just doesn't have access to that awesomely uh, uh, unhealthy American food. <laughs> yep, I think we're. I think we're going to be posting reaction videos as people from the site eat it. We're just going to have a camera next to them and get their basic reactions. So I think we're going to devote most of our time to Roscoe's. But if we have time, we're going to get a little thing of E3. I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're, uh, we're just really focused on Roscoe's at this point. But either way, keep it tuned to Elder Geek. And I think that is the best place for us to leave it out. Any final thoughts, guys, before we uh, uh, check out? Actually... Gavin, I was wondering, maybe some of the listeners, uh, we could uh, answer a few questions on one of the podcasts at E3. Sure, absolutely. Maybe That's get a, great a little community, get, get a little community involvement. That sounds awesome. I mean, we uh, we already have a topic in the forums open for your E3 questions. I have a list of developers and a list of games to be there, so you need to get there. Because if you don't, oh. and your question doesn't get answered, it's your fault. I am giving you the opportunity, so use it, or otherwise lose it. Think but, of it uh, this like, way. Uh, Think of it this way. Um, you get the chance to be a legitimate journalist for half a minute and you know, ask some big-name <laughs> guys in the industry some questions that you just can't wait to get answered. So it's really important that you go and do this. And these aren't edited. These aren't, you know, we uh, these aren't, you know, pared down or rewritten. What you put on the page, unless you greatly misspell it, is what's going on the card and what is being asked to the developers themselves. So keep an eye on that. For, and like uh, Chris mentioned, we might, uh, we'll probably incorporate um, every day some sort of question and answer session. So keep that tuned to the forums as well. And just keep it tuned to the site. We'll have a written version of most anticipated games from everybody involved with the site. So just a ton of stuff to look forward to. All right, guys, final time. I've said this about six times now, but we are heading out right now. Final thoughts from everybody. Rock on. Yippee. Huzzah. Rock on, yippee. Awesome. Take Super care, everybody. Cool. Gives me the nooses. <laughs> okay, guys. Excelsior. <laughs> okay, guys, that rounds us out for the special E3 edition of Elder Speak. Again, keep it tuned for all of our awesome, awesome, amazing coverage of the show here only at Elder-Geek.com, the only place where you get the best stuff from the show directly from us. Okay, guys, talk to you later. I love it! Mamma mia!